This is Twinfluence Talks, where identical twins, business partners, and best friends. This podcast will bring you deeper into our lives, give you behind-the-scenes interviews with special guests, and open you up to the spiritual practices we strongly believe in. Get ready to get raw and real. I'm Jackie. And I'm Liana. And this is Twinfluence Talks. Welcome back to Twinfluence the Podcast. We are so excited to have the amazing Hillary here today. Hillary, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. We're very, very excited to have you. There's so many things we want to talk to you about. And just thank you for being here. Thank you. What are you so shy? All of a sudden, Hillary looks a little bit shy. Your whole persona and everything on Instagram is like, I'm going to get into it. I just need a second. I'm like, I'm nervous a little. Yeah. I keep looking I at myself in the camera. I um, so where do we want to start? I know Jackie and I have so many questions for you. We also did some Q and A's in our stories today on Instagram and our followers have a bunch of questions. Jackie, you had an idea where you wanted to start. Yeah, I, so I know exactly where I want to start. First of all, we're, so we're telling a little bit about your childhood. You obviously grew up in Montreal. Like, tell me a little bit about that. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Like, so what, like preschool, you want to go back? I, like, yeah, I, where'd, you go? where'd you go? Cause we like, did we go to the same schools? I went to JBPS for a year. Like, where'd you go? Like, what's mm-hmm. your story? No. So I'm a Dollard girl. Okay. Yeah. Dollard went to West park, went to Traff for high school. Private school is not for me. Went to public school, really got to see diversity there. Yeah, that's um, with us too. We went to, we were in private school and then we ended up in public school. So very and I, I just want to add for those who are Toronto listeners who don't know what Dollard is, I equate Dollard to like essentially Thornhill. So it's north of the city. It's a little bit like, you know, further north, but essentially it's still like, I look at it as a part of Montreal, but it's further north. So to me, I live in Thornhill in Toronto. So essentially it's really similar. I call it farmland. Farmland, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so you, so you grew up in Dollard. Grew up in Dollard. Are you still living in Dollard? No, not anymore. I so when I met Dan, we moved into the city, and then from the city, then came back to Dollard because I just loved it so much. And I grew up actually in the same exact style house as when I grew up in. So the memories, it's cool, but like sometimes you think of like not so good memories that you know. Anyway, all that, but you know what? I love it. It's we're making new memories and that's what's important. How did you and Dan meet? I feel like people so great question. I don't even know that's right. So I know most of the people who are listening are going to be probably like huge follow, like we're following you or huge fans of you. And I know some of you guys are going to be just newly introduced to um, Hillary. So Hillary on Instagram is influential. We'll get into that whole story, but how did, and I know your husband goes by influential husband on Instagram. Yes. Well, that's his like, that's his secret account, but yeah. Oh, he has. Okay. So he has another account. Okay. So oh, how not yes. secret anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So how did, so how did, the, how did the two of you meet? Okay. So I give really good customer service. I was actually working at Rogers, um, you know, big, huge phone nerd and he'd come in and like, he wanted a phone. So he comes and gets a phone. And then two days later, he's like, I don't understand how this works. And it was like a text message. Like it was the stupidest thing. <laughs> and then two days after that, he comes in again and again. And finally I'm just like, okay, do you want my number? So I put my number in his phone and then, you know, the rest is history. Um, so yeah, I just say really good customer service. Did you guys know? Cause I feel like in like, you know, in Montreal, like it's such a, it's a smaller city. So I feel like everybody kind of knows everybody, especially when you are like Jewish, I feel like it must be similar in like Italian or other communities. Did you know of him before? Or was that the first time you had? No. Him? Really? Oh, really? It's the first time I ever like heard of him, um, ever met him. And like, we're very opposite, but we also are so similar. Like everyone always says I married the male version of myself, yeah. but no idea who he was, where he came from. Like never even, you know, you always hear of people in the Jewish community, never even heard of this name. I can't even pronounce his name. I don't even try. <laughs> it's another story. So wait, how did he, where did he go? So he went to, did he go, what high school did he go to? Bialik. He went to Bialik. Oh, oh no way. That's where we, went. Yeah. we went there for a year and then we switched to public school. So we, Same as you, what you were talking about before, like we were more into like the public school, like it was just for us. I felt like we felt more comfortable yeah. in the public school system. So we went from Bialik, we were there for a year and then switched to public school, but that's interesting. And I want to yeah. know how long have you been with Dan and how long have you been? Ten, you've been together for 10 years, married for five. Oh, that, well, that's just like pretty much like me and Jordan, 10 years married. I know. I saw 10 years. Yeah. Wow. We have that in common. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. So, okay. So, and also, so Hillary actually, how old are your, so she, she has not identical twins, identical 
Um, I feel like usually that's girl, girl, boy. No, it's fraternal. I think boy, girl's fraternal. Right, because a boy and a girl, like Jaggy, you and I should know this as twins. If you're having, if you're having a boy and a girl, obviously it can't be identical. It's going to be two different embryos. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Two different embryos, two different sacs, two different right. everything. You were one that split into two, boo. Yeah, you're so did you do you have twins in your family like did you have any idea that you were going to be expecting twins so since I'm a kid I'm like I want twins I want two girls I want I'm like their names are going to be Daisy and Dylan like that's what I wanted my entire life two girls and then I'm like okay I want twins I want twins my husband I don't have any twins in my family he has like his grandmother was a twin his grandmother's father was a twin also wow and so wow. when he when he found out he's like okay it's for sure twins it's like a hundred percent we go for the ultrasound sound and the second he puts like that little wand on my stomach I'm like no and then he's like oh wow you're good at this oh so, my god and it's really fun. so his grandmother was Lola and my grandfather was Jack and so they are Lola yeah, and Jack our grandfather's name was Jack too Jack's Jackie's name is Should I Jack. yeah, yeah I it's love amazing that. wait so so that's really interesting because they say in families, like, for example, like identical twins, apparently like, you know, as a twin, this is what I've learned as identical twins. Apparently that's like totally random and by fluke, but when it's fraternal twins, it is hereditary. Like it's in your family. Like what you said, like you have like mm-hmm. grandparents or whatever who've had twins or related to twins. So Jack and I always get the question, like, are you guys, do you have twins in your family? And I'm like, no, but it wouldn't even matter because people don't, I don't think they understand the difference between like I was saying, like identical twins, it's totally random and fraternal twins, it is hereditary. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, with, with fraternal, it's just two eggs that yeah. fertilize or fertilize. Yeah, is that how you say it? In your family, like if you have family that have had fraternal twins, yeah. the, it, it's apparently like skips a generation and the likelihood that you're going to have twins, like you said, like you knew, you know? Right. I always, you know, and I guess, what is that? I manifested it and I was yeah, like, you know, I really yeah. want twins. I'm going to, and that's what happened. See, were you guys that, totally shocked? Were you happy? Were you like, were you, how were you, what were your thoughts? I was freaking out, honestly. <laughs> like it's, it's so exciting to have one and then you get two. And so I, I don't know what, I, I don't, I still don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no clue. Like, listen, it, it's fun. I was freaked out. I'm still freaked out about it. It's wild. I have a journal entries that my mom like wrote, like I found this journal because my parents sold their house recently and my mom like had all this stuff she was getting rid of and I went through it and I found one of her old journals and it only had like six entries. She didn't finish it. I have it here with me, the journal. And it was um, a few like different entries about when, around the time we were born. And one of the entries was the day they found out they were having twins. And what mom wrote in her journal, it was just like hysterical seeing her write everything. So I understand what you're saying, Hillary. Like, I just can't imagine like even for us, Leanna, to find out one is one, two is a hundred. So it's like a whole yeah. different yeah. ballgame. But, you you, know you, you, but Hillary, you make it seem, I want to touch upon this on the podcast today too. <laughs> you, you know, I, I follow your journey. I love like, you're so unapologetically yourself and your confidence and just everything about you I just said so inspiring so inspiring and but you I will say that you make it seem like I mean not that you make it seem easy of course like it's exhausting but you really you know you seem to really have a grasp on everything you make light of everything you make it fun and I love the way you approach motherhood because I feel like it can be so daunting it's like people who have won are super overwhelmed so as somebody who had twins the way that you approach it is so empowering because you just you, you're just yourself and you just, you do you. And it's really, even, really- the, even the comments that you, you, know, you, I see a lot of things you say about people asking about the two of them and because the twins, are they twins? Are they this? Like, you know, I'm sure mom went through a lot of that too, Liana. Like it's a lot with twins. It's a different ball game. There's a lot more that you have to consider. And, you know, I, you know, just have a lot of respect for you in that aspect. Exactly what Liana said that you're able to make, you know, you just have such a good positive attitude and motherhood isn't easy. And I love, your approach to it. And I think it's very inspiring and very needed in these times. But in all honesty, it's not easy. And I know that sometimes, you know, Instagram, you see the good and like, I'm not going to show you a picture of Jack when he has poop all up his back. Like it's, I'm not going to share that. Um, but what I do, like it, it, I try to make fun. I try to have fun with them and I'm always, you know, putting them first. And if the dishes don't get done and I sleep with dirty dishes in the sink, so be it. And they're happy and they're laughing. If you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. And I think that's also, you know, who I am. A lot of us don't do our dishes every night and we don't put everything in the dishwasher and we, you know, it's not perfect. And my life is not perfect. And I know that I'm, I'm not trying to make it seem like it is. Um, but with twins, it's hard. And I try, you know, they cry and they get on my nerves and 4am when they wake up, I don't know why they're still doing that. 
but yep. yeah, it's not I easy. I saw a quote on Instagram the other day that was like, um, I don't know if I sent it, I think I sent it to Liana. It was like these, all the things that like, like it was, I remember it was about all the things you need to get done, like the dishes, watching your kid, taking care of yourself, just all the things on like the scale of what we need as women and how it's not all going to be possible. And there's some things you're going to have to let go of, and there's some things you're going to be able to like, you know, are going to have to be more important than other things. And it's just exactly what you said. If the dishes aren't done, like, you know, it's about priorities, I guess, with motherhood and especially with two, I think it's amazing what you just said. And even to, just to hear that, I think it's really inspiring for other moms. I really do. Thanks. Is there, I feel like this is a question that I wanted to ask. <laughs> I like, I want this to be taken with a grain of salt because I can't stand when people compare me and Jackie, but I feel like they're- Yeah, I wanted to ask you this. I know what you're Yeah, yeah so I feel like I can say this, but like, I don't want to set the precedent that it's okay to ever compare twins to each other, whether it's girl, girl, boy, boy. Just or- do it. It's coming from a twin. It's okay. But is there, is there one like- like, is there a Jackie and a Liana? Is there a calm one and like a less so calm one? Like, is there like a devil and an angel? Like, which one, is there one that's easier than the other? There is. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not afraid to talk about it. Lola is very easy. If I had triplets, if I had three Lolas, it would be <laughs> a walk in the park. But my Jack, I love him. He's, he loves very, very hard, but he's very emotional. And like, just like devil. Jackie. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And it's a boy thing. And like, he's very attached to me. And yeah. it's funny. Cause when I first found out, I'm like, oh, well I want girls and girls are so much fun and you can dress up girls up. And then I found out that I was having a boy and I was like, okay, like, it'll be fun. It's fine. Like one of each. And, um, but like the more time I spend with him, the more it's like, it's a different kind of love. Yeah. But he is a lot a lot to handle. Wait, I want to hear about that because wait, wait, before, wait, before I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I want to know this because I thought you were going to ask something else. What I wanted to ask you, Hillary, is what kind of questions do you get from people? Do you get a lot of questions? Like I, you know, in public, do people make comments about the two of them? Or I just, I, I wonder about that because I even, I just think as moms, it's really hard when you go out. I think people aren't as aware. I wasn't aware, you know, about what other moms really go through until I became a mom. And the questions I was asking if they were inappropriate, I, I, I just look back now and I have a better understanding because I'm a mom. And I wonder, you know, what my mom went through. And I also wonder what you went through. And I, I just would like to know what kind of questions you get from people. And if you, you know, well, my favorite question that I get is, oh my God, are you influential? That's my favorite question. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> get into that. Um, after this about, oh, we are so going to get into that. Yeah. So, I mean, I love, okay. And like you said, nobody, like nobody has malintent. Nobody wants to be no. mean when they ask questions, but I get asked if they're twins, if they're triplets, if they are, um, if I'm nursing them yeah. and then if I, when I answer, no, I'm doing formula. It's how come, yeah. uh, what else do I get? No, were I, they natural? Yeah. It's no, like, they're I synthetic. Was, I, you know, I was, you know, it's interesting because Liana, you hit upon this on your Instagram today. Somebody asked you, like I saw in your Q and a, somebody said Capri so beautiful or whatever your child's so beautiful. Are you going to make more? And you wrote something about how, you know, and I know this person has good intentions, but this is like really, really inappropriate to ask, or it just could be hurtful, you know, if you're trying or whatever the case may be, you're not, but if God forbid you were, and it wasn't happening. And I just think when it comes to the questions, I think that before you become a mom, I don't, unless you're a mom and you're asking those questions, I don't know what to say. Cause then you just must be really nosy. But I think that, <laughs> you know, I really feel that way, but I think that if you are a mom, there's like more of a level of understanding and respect. And cause I think once you go through it, you understand it more. And I just, I, I, I feel for you that you get those questions because, um, you know, I think there's some people out there that can just be really inappropriate and it's really unfortunate because it can be triggering for moms, you know? You know, surprisingly, the one, and I'm shocked at this one, when they say, oh, twins, a boy and a girl. Okay, so you're done now. Maybe I want three. Maybe I want four. Like, that's not your decision to make. That literally irks me because I feel like this is something that I have realized in motherhood. You can never win. It's like you have one and then when are you having the second one? But then you have twins. Okay, now it's like. I don't understand. This is something that I really struggle with as a mom. I find it so inappropriate. Like, and so invasive. It's so invasive. But speaking of that, do you want more kids? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Of, you know, what we're talking about and all this stuff. And I know that we said that. I feel like it is a safe space here. And if you're comfortable and let me ask this question, is that something that you do think about? Because I do think to myself sometimes if I would have had twins, would I have considered another baby? Is that something that you have thought about? Or are you like, okay, I got my two? Like, what are your thoughts as a twin mom on having another baby? 
I'm not against it. Like whatever happens, happens. So yeah. if it happens, wonderful. And if we get another set of twins and I'm, I have all the equipment. Yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at too. Like in terms of even having a second, people ask all the time. And I'm just like, whatever's meant to be will be, baby. Yeah, so I get asked a lot about like, are you and Jackie gonna like have kids together again? I'm like, I don't know. We didn't plan it the first time. So if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. It's the same thing. It's yeah. just like, I understand that you put yourself out there and like I put myself out there, but it's you share what you wanna share. We're not here sharing every single, you know, aspect of our lives. And it's not, and I know it's not coming from a bad place but sometimes it's just like it's so invasive and it's so intrusive a hundred percent you know it's all just so interesting to me and there's something else that I wanted to ask too like just what were there any struggles that you had in pregnancy and postpartum that you didn't expect like anything from like was it more painful carrying them or anything with like just like feeling like is it because you're carrying two babies there's more like weight in like the stomach and feeling it heavy how did you feel about all of that Okay. So to be completely honest, I think being overweight, I didn't know if it was like a foot that I was feeling or if it was my ribs. Like there was, there were moments like that, you know, with two, you never know like who's sorry. Hillary's in the parking lot in Miami or she's in Florida right now. It's like, you're all, I cannot wait to go down there. How long are you there for? Two weeks. So I'm oh. back on Sunday, but we may be extending. Hopefully my PCR test comes back positive. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, okay. Oh yeah. So basically it's like, I, uh, my whole thing was being overweight. Like I was like, maybe I didn't feel things or maybe I wasn't like, I didn't show as much as like, I don't want to say skinny people, but healthier people. Um, I wouldn't say healthy, but like that's like, cause just because of your, I feel like, I feel like skinnier is no, but I know what you mean. I remember you, I remember you mentioned me, we were DMing once and I was, you were like, I don't even know where like they are. Like, I'm just carrying so well. Like you, I just, I personally found you carried beautifully. And I like, I, I don't know, for me, it was like, I couldn't breathe. I was like, okay. So just to like continue on about how perfect my life is and how great everything went for me. Um, (laughs) so I gained 13 pounds total from, yeah but wait, it gets better. So Jack was six, one and Lola was six, five. So you gained no Plus weight. The, I gained, I lost weight. Okay. Like I was a medical Marvel. That's they insane. ate all of my stored fat. Wow. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. See, I gained about, I'd say 30, 35 pounds in pregnancy, maybe more. I don't remember. I, I, like- gained, I gained that after they were born. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's like, so like for sure, like you're, you're with the kids. Like it's so easy to just like, I was like, Oh, I'm going to give birth. And I'm going to be like right back on my bullshit of working out and eating healthy. And like you do like, you know, my silicone straw and my bulletproof coffee and my smoothie. <laughs> and I'm just like, tonight Capri had an easy Mac had easy Mac for dinner. And I'm like, I'm going to have that too. Like it's, it, it all changes when you had kids, but that's really, interesting too like that's I can't believe that you experienced that it's, it goes to show you that every single pregnancy is different is everyone's different. bodies are different you can't compare yeah. yeah 100% and that was something that like really got to me it's like people were just like oh you're so you look so good there's no way that there's two in there it's like would you let do you have an ultrasound machine do you want to come and check to make sure that there's two like everyone's suddenly a doctor yeah. Yeah. and I'm not trying to be mean and I'm not like no I'm it's not a negative real. person but yeah. it's just some people don't have filters and don't think before they speak yeah. and you know what's interesting it's funny again it's like the, the conversation we're having before about like you can't win you have twins I guess you're done you have one when is your next one like people are so nosy it's interesting because I remember I think it was you Jackie there was one point at the end that somebody said you sure you don't have like two in there or something and yeah, it's interesting <gasps> yeah but it's interesting yeah, to hear that because then somebody's going thing. to you all kinds of things to Leanna and I like comparing our bellies to each other saying like how I don't know yeah how I, I look like I was carrying two she looked like she was carrying one it was and, awful yeah, and it's interesting it because you know you're saying like you know coming from you it's like your comments were more like are you sure you have two in there and even people don't understand they think that saying oh are you do you have two or oh you don't look like you have two either way it's insulting like we did a podcast while we were pregnant and I talked about this and I was like don't comment on women's bellies just don't say anything just say good for you and go on your way don't say a fucking Thing. because yeah. either way you're going to insult somebody you're insulting them if you're saying it doesn't look like they're carrying two you're insulting them if it's saying it looks like they're carrying two like shut up yeah. just keep quiet when like if I want to talk about it I'll talk about it I know I looked amazing I know I was fantastic and I know that I glowed throughout the nine months yeah. but I don't need you to tell me that and <laughs> I can go on for days about this That's and so I like right. to compliment myself see, I, it's fun. interesting though like I felt so the opposite so it's like it goes to show you it's like every experience is different there's no right or wrong way like all women all bodies are fucking beautiful and we carry in our own way and we experience our own things and that's just the way that it is and at the I, end think, of the day, I think I think at the end of the day you just can carry 
you can you carry a healthy baby or especially in your case with twins it's a huge blessing to have twins really really it is well it's a lot of work and it's double the trouble it's also really special like twins whether fraternal or identical it is such a special journey and the fact that you were able to bring two healthy twins to this world the fact that liana we are healthy we were able to make it we i was two pounds at birth you were like three pounds no jackie you were three pounds i was three point i was four pounds like get that right that's still not a lot i know it's not a lot but when you say two pounds i guess i'm sorry i was three pounds at birth like i was think it was like two eight or something and they were so you were i was like a chicken i had really big babies like for twins they were big yeah, that was gonna say six pounds is because Capri was six six. Yeah. Yeah. So Lola was six five and he's six he was six one. Like yeah. they were they were hefty. Uh, Carter was no, eight pounds, four ounces. That's beautiful. He was amazing. Yeah. And I I yeah. Do you want a labor story? I have a labor story. I want yeah, to hear that. That's, that's what I want to talk about too. I feel like everyone's like dying to hear about like how you got into the influencer stuff, but we're gonna make you guys wait a little bit longer. Yeah, the tea's coming, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell us the labor story. yeah, I want to hear because I know my mom really quickly, our labor, we were like two, three, we were supposed to be born in October. We were born in August and we were really, really tiny. And everybody always says that I seem like the older twin, but I came out second because my mom had a C-section. So they pulled out Jackie from the top first and then me, I was lower. So they pulled me out lower, but if she would have had a vaginal birth, then I would have came out first. So what was your experience in labor like? So I was actually a plan (laughs) C-section. It was a plan C-section. Well, with twins, I think you have to have this one. Yeah. Um, Well, it was, they were both breached the entire time. Nobody moved. So they were their entire time. Their heads were touching. Her feet were at the bottom and his feet were on the side, like from day one. And, um, so it was scheduled and I really, really wanted May 28th because that was my grandmother's birthday. And I was like very close with her. Um, but then it ended up being May 27th and I was like, okay, she wanted her own day. It's fine. So I go to the hospital on May 27th and I check in and I'm like all glammed up with my makeup and everything. And then she puts like these machines on me and she's like, how are you feeling? I'm like, I feel great. Like we're going to have babies in a few hours. And she's like, okay. So she comes back two minutes later and she goes, okay, but like, how are you feeling now? And I said, I feel fine. And she said, okay. Cause your contractions are two minutes apart. She's like, you're in full blown labor. I said, what do you mean? She's like, your babies are going to be born like any minute. So so I What's walked that? myself to the OR. Wait, you it didn't was, feel, did you have an epidural? You didn't feel the contraction? What? what? I think I was so the best Why are you a unicorn? You're a unicorn. Wait, I think that I was just so excited and like so hyped up and playing on Instagram for like the, like all morning. And I couldn't even think about pain. Um, epidural. Well, I guess when I, when they gave me the C-section, I felt yeah. all sorts of Oh yeah. Okay, I felt okay, okay, great. Okay, okay, yes, right. Two minutes later, after they injected me with some sort of magical, that was magic. Totally. I remember when I got the epidural, I was like, this is the first time I've consumed drugs. And no, I'm see, I, I, I had the epidural and it was like smooth sailing for like five minutes, but then all of a sudden something happened and it got worse. I think I had back labor and then they had, it was, I had back labor. Jackie. No, but Liana, something, I remember I didn't call you for like my entire labor. Cause like there was some stuff going on. The epidural wasn't working. I had shit happening. But anyway, very interesting to hear because, you know, but again, I'm sitting here telling you how perfect my life is and how perfect everything was with the babies. And that's really not what it was because then they came out and I'm not, I'm not afraid to share this, but like they, Lola came out not breathing and she had, I didn't, I, nobody knows this. I haven't shared with anybody. Um, so she came out not breathing. Like like she was purple. And, um, so they took her right away to the NICU and then eight minutes. Uh, so Jack was born two minutes later and then eight minutes after, or I don't remember, but eight, yeah, eight minutes after he stopped breathing also. So then he went to the NICU and I don't know if it's like a twin thing or what it was, but they like, they needed each other. And once they were in their like little crib together, I know. It was, Why are you doing this to us? Sorry. Sorry. But like, yeah, I love it, wasn't, it wasn't all rainbow. Want to hear something crazy? That's really weird. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, they needed each other. And then like, what happened? So then, I mean, they came out that, of that day, that same day, a few hours later, um, I finally got to meet them. And funny enough, when my husband was in the NICU with them, somebody came up to him and was like, oh my God, are you Influential's husband? Did she have the babies? That's so crazy. No, wait, that's so crazy. I think that's because, so apparently Jackie and I, after we were born, we had issues. Also, we were in the NICU. Yeah, um, I was two. No, sorry, Liana. Three pounds. Right. And I was, <laughs> we were screaming and we were like, not well. And they put us together. And we stopped yeah. crying. And they I think, the same I think that's because you have to understand, these are babies that the only thing that they know is, is each other. Together. So 
when Correct. one comes out and it's not literally connected to the other baby like what's happening where did the other person go right yeah. where, what do you mean like where's my where like it's it almost feels like you're losing like a limb like where is that part of me and like we talk yeah. about this like hillary is spiritual she's been on a ton of our talks you guys and we've talked about our twin talks on the podcast and um we talked on a recent podcast i did a um a past life regression and the regression I learned how important the womb experience was for me and Jackie and I bet you it's the same for Jack and Lola I bet you they the womb experience was so important for them and it brought them so close that when they came into the world and they actually essentially separated that affected them so much so once they yeah. were back, once they were back together did they stabilize they stabilized they like they um, they just needed each other and yeah. I think that's, I and I didn't, I didn't get to meet them for like the first eight hours of their lives. I didn't get to meet them because they went straight, like, when and I was passing out on the home? table. When were you able to take them home? So they wanted to check, check me out, like a hotel two days after. And then we were like, I'm not ready. Like, I don't know what to do with these babies. So I stayed in an extra day. And I just want to say okay, for anybody so listening wait, who's okay. having babies, yeah. but whoever is having babies, if the, if the hospital says like, go home and you're not comfortable, you don't have to go home. If you need more train, I mean, I'm calling it training, but if you need nurses to go over things with you, to teach you how to do things, stay because that extra night in the hospital, I met this nurse who was, who taught me everything I needed to know in that like two hours she spent with me. So that's really good advice. Yeah. The reason why I ask is because with us, we couldn't go home for two months. We were in the NICU for two months, Leanne. I don't know if you know that. Of course I know that. Okay. So the fact that they I love you know, the twin banter. It's interesting to hear. No, uh, you oh, know, used me, to it. the fact that you couldn't meet them right away, the fact that they were whisked off, it was obviously very nerve wracking for you, but I'm so happy yeah. that in the end you got to bring them home within a couple of days. You know, that's fantastic. And they're such little they graduated. Kids. Yeah. They graduated same day from the NICU. So also so cute. Like I got to tell you, I watched yeah. let's, let's, let's get into the social stuff now. Like I'm glad. No, I want to, okay. I want to start the social stuff. Hold on. I want, I let me, I'm so excited to talk about this. Cause I just want to finish off with you. Are- you are just like my Jackie, Jackie. Am I? Yeah. Why? Tell me. Because like when Leanna starts talking, you're like, well, no, it's my show. I want to talk. <laughs> Story of my life, bro. Conversational flow going. Like, I don't know. I'm like the organized one. I'm like, I'm also the way more controlled. You're the organized one? Oh, really? Yes. really? Yes. I'm so yes. excited for, for them to get older. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, so what I want to get into is, so first of all, I know, I remember when we first connected, Hillary. Um, you, you know, you came to our Twin Flames talk about social media and I don't know, we, we had gotten on a phone call and we like started following each other and we were just like, I don't know, we hit it off. And you were talking to me, you know, I asked you about your job and what your life was like. And you actually told me you were pregnant with twins. No, I don't know if you say you were you with twins, but you told me you were pregnant. I did. And yeah, I think did you say it was twins. Yeah. And you, you, you told I remember, me. Wait, that. I remember Jackie tells me everything, but she's very mindful about pregnancy announcements because like we're like superstitious and like we just like really respect boundaries with that. And she didn't tell me that you were pregnant, even though, and I remember you posted and I sent it to her. She's like, I've known for months. I'm like, what do you mean you've known for months? How did you not tell me this? Like, because like, you know, she's like, I don't know. Like, I was nervous. And I was like, really surprised. And I, I was surprised that you didn't tell me that. And I was like, wait, like, you know, what are you like? You're like so obsessed with Hillary. Like, you couldn't tell your sister. But she's like, no, I want to respect her boundaries. And I, I love that. I thought that was so cool because you and I don't have boundaries, Jackie. So I thought that that was a cool boundary to set. I appreciate well, no, that. I, just, I remember when you told me, and I just, I remember when we talked a lot about, I told you a lot about how, you know, you can share your life as a mom. And I don't remember that call. This was when I, like, do you remember this? And I was like telling yeah. you how, you know, I was like, Hillary, you're going to see, you could, you're going to you're going to do your pregnancy announcements and you're going to talk about like everything that's going on and you were just like can I do this can I anyway and it was just amazing to talk to you and this was I feel like right at the point like before you it like I mean it was taking off but then I feel like it like really took off and before you like really got into like what, like what were you doing but like before like yeah what let's start with that let's rewind what so. was your actual job job that's what I wanted to know first what was your job first like where did you graduate college and like wait, we're gonna get into this just you do that like tell, tell us about that yeah but wait just for people who don't know this so hillary has a very successful social media platform jackie and i talk about micro influencers and hillary is the perfect example because we work with influencers where we send them product and they have two hundred thousand, a million whatever followers and sometimes they don't sell barely any product and hillary coming from a micro influencer standpoint because of how connected your audience is with you they yeah. love you and that's that's what i want to get into now like the journey how you got into the influencer world, how you started influential, because it's funny because your page is called influential, but it's kind of ironic because you're quite influential. So quite influential, but what did yeah, you, like, thank what you. Did you, what were you doing before? Like before you, you started your page, like what were you doing at your actual job? I want to know. I'm curious. Well, you were working, we were saying before how you met your husband and let's start from there. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So that was like years ago. So I was working, I worked at Rogers. Then I worked at this horrible, horrible company in the fashion industry. They treated me like garbage and paid me nothing. It was great. Um, then I'm joking. Like, it's fine. That's horrible. We won't ask you who, but that sounds awful. But you know what? You learn, like you see what you're worth. So it's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that I did do that because I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I guess I'm not worth this much money. And I'm anyway, so that's another story. Um, uh, then I worked for another clothing company. They let me go. That was like a blow to my ego, which happens to a lot of people. Apparently I'm not going to stop talking. Um, then, (laughs) then I worked for another company. I did event planning and trade shows. And that was like my thing, like trade shows and events. I also do event planning on the side. I have like another side side company. Um, yeah, I need to grow that account. So it's been, you know, COVID obviously didn't help. We'll talk. Yeah. Sounds good. So, okay, yeah, I was doing that. And then COVID hit, I lost my job again. And I was like, okay, let's fine. Like that's going to put a like halt on having a fat starting a family. And you know, the the more like I I have a thousand, you know, thoughts going through my head anyway. So then after I lost my job, I was like, okay, my serb ran out. What am I going to do? I have to actually start working, started working for Dan and it's fantastic. Wait, like you started working for your husband, Dan. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. I was not aware of that. So what are you doing? I do virtual tours and their marketing. So like during COVID, nobody's allowed. So I can see. Yeah. So basically it is marketing, um, you know, staying within that field and it helped me be able to like start getting creative in other ways with another company and like seeing how they brand themselves and like how I can brand myself. So like it all, it all ties in together. Jackie and I was, and I always talk about that. Like the first time experience that we've gotten working for other brands has enabled us to help us grow our channels. And I feel like that's a really good segue for you because you've really grown your page and you just the way you come on, like that's how did the thought like influential, like, let's be real. Like our brand is to influence. It's about being influencers. I hate using that word. I know like we try to use the word inspire, but how did that like come about for you? And you must've, did you receive backlash? Like, like from other influencers? Like, what was that like for you? So when I first started, it was like harmless. I had 400 followers. I was nothing. Like I did an 18 minute makeup tutorial and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get famous. This is like stupidity. So I did the makeup tutorial, which I still have. And I need to probably share. And I broke my, my, I never posted it, but like I sent it to my cousin and I shared like little 15 second clips here and there on my stories. And I was like, should I continue to share? Like, should I continue to share this stuff? And people like, I've never had out of the 400 people, uh, 400 followers, I had like 300 people reply back to that story. So I was like, okay, well maybe I should start something. So yeah. So, you know, influencers start like, good morning, everyone. And I was like, Hey followers, like really, really enthusiastic and really happy and really like not, you know, you know, anyway, we get it. Um, you know, you were, I, <laughs> and feel, I feel like it was like an exaggeration or maybe for, there it was so exaggerated. And like at the beginning, I didn't know what, what I was doing. I didn't know what this would become. And like, I, I still use my regular name. Like I was still Hillary Lindsay on Instagram. Okay. And then some one big person with a lot of followers saw my page and shared my page and then another person saw from that and then like overnight I kind of I got like I grew like 300 followers in like two nights and I was like oh okay like we're on to something yeah someone gave me a name to use I I took that name like I love it gave them credit and it's been my name ever since. Like I, and it's just who I am. So originally it was like, I'm an anti-influencer and I just make fun of influencers. I get, I did a giveaway. My first giveaway, I went through my cupboards and I found like hotel shampoos and like an old face mask sample that I got from Sephora. And so that was my first giveaway. (laughs) And and people entered and I was just like in shock. You wait, so wait, I need to, this is hysterical. So you, your first giveaway, you, that is actually epic iconic like, yeah you found, like little chef that is so you you, you essentially use something that like you had already had but you were trying to like create a giveaway for it to, like this is how it starts folks take notes Before you make it <laughs> you make it listen pay attention no that's a, that's hilarious so did you did you have a lot of entries in that giveaway yeah like I mean for me that was a lot I think it probably had like 50 entries and I was like unlimited entries tag friends like follow share like people were doing it and I was in shock that people were entering this stupid stupid giveaway (laughs) I remember what I remember what initially like drew me to your page too like I just I you know for Liana and I while we are influencers I still feel like there's an 
an anti-influencer in us because while we are, of course, we love doing what we do. We love sharing everything on Instagram. We love connecting with our community. We definitely struggle with the vain sides of it and the materialistic sides of it. And we try to mm-hmm. show more of the spiritual and things like that. And that was something that I liked about you that like at the end of the day, like you weren't, I don't know. I just, I love that you show cow milk instead of like these, like, um, like I, I just think it's very real, very raw. And, you know, I used to not show like, you know, I make like tortilla pizzas and they're not like the healthiest or things that are not the healthiest. And now I don't care. I could show healthy and not healthy. I could show like, I just feel like you have made me feel like I can be more myself, be a little more messy and be cool. Stop, you're going to make me cry. No, I like that. No, it's true. Like I show my mess now and I'm like, yeah, boo boo. Like, and I, I, I think there's a lot about you, Hillary. That's really, really inspiring. And I'm so so happy that you started to do this and I think that you haven't like you're just scratching the surface like this just starting but I almost feel like you're gonna have to change your handle from like uninfluential to influential or something <laughs> so, so here's the thing what started off as an anti-influencer it was like hey influencers are the worst and they're they're horrible they drink nut milk and they don't drink milk that was like my whole thing then it went to okay I have a discount code people are actually using my discount code and I'm getting paid from that like when I started getting paid from certain people, I was like, what? No. <laughs> I, I can make money off of this? Yeah, this no. is a real thing. I know, it's crazy, right? But people don't realize how much they can monetize. And it doesn't matter how many followers you have. Like, Leanna and I, sometimes yeah. our minds are blown because we're like, people don't realize, like, they're so clueless to, like, how this, like, really works. And we don't need, like, sometimes we laugh, Leanna, because we think everybody knows. And then we realize, no, they don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, know, we know, Hillary, but, like, they don't know. Yeah, you know? and then, like, so, uh, exactly. So I went back and I'm like, Okay, so maybe I'm not an anti-influencer, but I'm not trying to be an influencer. So I'm unintentionally influential. So it still goes with the whole influential. But yeah, there's... Brand is amazing. Thank you. And like when people started, like I said, when people started using my discount code, I was like, like, I have influence, like what's happening? And somebody once sent me a message um, and they're like, I love your dress. Where is it from? And I responded, I didn't even tell them, like, I'm not an influencer. Like that was my response to them. And it just, I don't know. My dress is from five years ago and I don't, Walmart, I don't know. Yeah. Have you ever had, I mean, I remember the first time I saw, I think Jackie sent me your page and was like, you have to follow Hillary. Like this girl's hilarious. And I right. think you're, you're the first sent your page to so many people. I'm like, yeah, I think I was like lying in bed and I was like, she's like, send me and I went through like all your videos and your stories. So, like this girl's like freaking hilarious. And I was just like, I watched it and I took it as like, I like followed you right away. I was so excited to like engage with you. I thought you were absolutely hysterical, but have you had influencers? Cause I know some influencers can be extremely sensitive because they're like all about the craft. So have you had, we don't have to say no names here, but have you had influencers that have been upset about your postings or who take it personally? I have. Yes. How do you deal with that? Like, are you like girl, like, or whatever, whoever messages, like take it with a grain of salt. Like, how do you handle that? Um, you know, it really, when it, when it happened the first time I got really upset because it's never my intention to hurt somebody. And I think that when, like my, my page is satire. If you know, put it that way, it's, I'm not serious. I joke. And my intention has never been to hurt anybody. So when I found out that I had unintentionally hurt somebody, you know, people are just sensitive. And so there's certain things that I said that maybe shouldn't have been said. And I apologize because I'm a human and humans make mistakes and me and that person are better now and we're in a good place. And it's not like you're purposely like, that's the thing, like what you just said, it's literally satire. Like you're not purposely going on there and targeting one influencer or insulting somebody. It's just like, as a whole, you're having fun with it. And I feel like, yeah, like influencers or whatever it may be, like we should be able to laugh and we should be able to look at it and be like, yeah, it's true. Like you should be able to take that with a grain of salt, you know? But that's the whole thing. And and I said to this particular person, I'm not going to name names, but if you're going to put yourself out there, you have to be ready for the backlash that comes with it. You're going to be, have to be ready for people to make fun of you. You can't just expect to put yourself out there and not expect people to comment or to make, you know, even me, I, I post, you know, stupid things and I, I reflect, okay, am I going to get messages about this? Am I going to get comments about this, made fun of for this? And truthfully, I don't care. Like let them, it's, it's a compliment. Get right? negative DMs and things like that? When, when it does happen, I get really excited because it's like, I have haters and I've made oh, it. Oh so, I wish I felt like, like that. I'm like, oh, well, I like, I like energetically lose it for a few minutes and I try to get my power back and now I get it back. Like I get back faster, but sometimes I'm like, but then I can get it back. But I will say this, there have been times when I've shared stuff insulted me and you are like the best. I remember there was somebody last summer who said something to me that was so insulting and you mentioned me, you're like, who cares? It's going to bump your reach. And I was like, what an amazing 
amazing way to look at this. Like the way that you handle it, like your confidence is like, what is your advice? That's what I wanted to ask you. Like, what is your advice to people who are starting to share online or who like, you know, you're all about being yourself, which is something that Jackie and I have really tapped into over the past year and it's helped us grow so much. Well, and you're really taken. Yeah, you're true. What is your like, you know, advice for people who are starting in the industry who want to be authentic, who want to be as open and honest as possible, but who are afraid for, for the backlash? Like, what are your, like, how do you, what would you say to those people? Like to get them through that and to get them to know that it like, just to feel good about it and to feel empowered. Okay, so to be completely honest, when I first, when I got Instagram, it was just like a place to lurk and for me to watch influencers and to buy things. Um, and then it became a, and then I never showed my face. My stories were, this is the restaurant I'm eating at. Like, these are the things that an influencer influenced me to buy. I tagged that influencer. That's what my purpose of Instagram was. And then when I finally started showing my face, like someone said, you're funny. Like you can do it. It's fine. I started showing my face and I wasn't confident and I was very nervous about it, but I still did it. And I continued. And the more that I did it, the more, you know, comments I got, the more DMS I got, like literally so many DMS. And I, it was just the feedback that I got made me feel good. If that makes sense. And it was like recognition and you're doing a great job and keep going. So I just, I kept doing it. And the more I did it and the more people are like, you're so relatable. It's so nice to see your laundry in a basket, not put away. It's so nice to see your dishes in the sink. And it made me, okay, I don't have to put makeup on when I go online. I don't have to wear a bra. I don't have to be perfect because I'm not trying to show off. I'm not giving off, you know, a facade of something that I'm not. So just be who you are and be authentic. And that's what people like. People don't like the filters. Like you guys see it plenty when you don't post filters versus when you use the filters, the so, message is like, and it's something that we still struggle with. Like, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. really inspire me. Like I'm trying more and more to show my mess, to show my truth because it is hard. And like you said, you're like, I'll get this negative DM. And like, I can deal with it. Liana and I, we still, I don't know. It's there's some that I can get through, but there's some that like I find really difficult to deal with. And I still, you know, to this day, even though this is what we do for a living, I still have a hard time here and there. So I really appreciate, you know, hearing that from you because it inspires me. Like, what the fuck do I care for? Why, why do I care about these, these people? You know what I'm but saying? I'm a bad day. I'm literally like search influential. Got to watch your stories. I need this like pep in my step. I swear to God, <laughs> because I see you and you're so, first of all, you're also just like, because of how you come off that you don't give a shit, which you actually don't, you, it's like the coolest you come off so cool because yeah. that's the and most it's a vibe. So Such a vibe. The vibe. That's what's like the me and Jackie talk about this. Like we talk about all the time. Like the most attractive thing about a person, it's not like physically or certain things or whatever, even though I think you're like so beautiful. And I always tell Jackie, I think you have like the nicest hands because like I just there's something <laughs> about your fingers that I'm like obsessed with. But you have like very dainty, beautiful hands. But the point is like, you know, <laughs> it's true. It's it's a, everybody who's like, like, you told her that. Yeah, we can just always like <laughs> No, the way you have these, like, the things. your nails, like there's something where you have like the, the most beautiful hands. It's the truth. Like I watch your stories, I'm like, oh my God, like I need to like, every time I like, check out your nails, I'm like, like, I just, I'm like, oh, she has a French. I want to do a French, but um, <laughs> yeah, unintentionally influencing, but yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it's super inspiring because it's just like, you come on there and like, you're like, because you're so don't give a fuck. You're like the coolest, hottest person because you have that attitude. And Jack and I talk about perception and we talk about beauty and you know, all the standards that are out there. And we always talk about the fact that if the, per if like you come, like it's more about what you portray in your personality that affects how you look on the outside. So you come off, you're, you're already so beautiful, but you give us more of that because of how you come off. It just feeds into this beautiful image that's just so raw, so real and just lovely and we just fucking love it thank you so actually going back to perception actually it's gonna blow your mind um when we when i when we when i, I went to cbb for one year and i know that you guys went there at this wait i know you guys went there at the same time as me because it was like oh my god there's these two identical twins they are the coolest girls in the camp they're so cool and like i'm not gonna talk that was me and I didn't want to talk to you and I was afraid to do it. And then when I saw you guys on Instagram, I'm like, oh, those are the same ones from CBB. Like it all came back to me. And the more that I followed, the more that I started talking to you guys, it's like, no, they're down to earth people. They're not, you know, it was just, it's crazy how like you can perceive someone just by an image, just by looking at them, just by not even saying a word, not to like get to know somebody just by appearances. And that sucks for me. Like, you know, we could have been friends years ago. Um, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't know you knew us from Perception CBC. is so, and it, that's actually yeah. funny because when I think about camp, it's so funny. Like, I remember like we 
had really good times in camp and we had times that like we didn't love we didn't love it and, and I remember like being insecure it's it's just so interesting because I remember like being- so you were like in like what like were you in Yarkon with us like which Daphna Daphna wow the, for those that don't know that was like wow and Daphna that was like the name of of the section the unit yeah wow Daphna and I there. slept wow. I had to sleep in Shalom, like with the no way, because yeah, two of the dapper like, bunks were in Shalom. Yeah, I remember that. That was wow. went to CDB. You will understand. Yeah, wow. so one, yeah, one summer there was like an overcrowded in one of the units, so some of the the, the the girls from the specific unit had to sleep in like the younger units bunks. So that was you, but that's so interesting to me because <laughs> I felt, there were so many moments like I was saying before that I felt insecure in camp. So hearing you say that, like again, I rem- it's all perception because like, I remember being like, you know, at camp, everyone's like, you know, cool. And you know, you're learning, like I, everything that happens to camp is like, you're dating for the first time, like my first kiss and my first boyfriend was from camp. So it's funny because I was so anxious and I felt so insecure in camp. And here's someone like you, who I probably would be intimidated by because you were just like, so yourself and so cool and did your own thing. And it's funny. But I wasn't. Were you but not- we weren't either, but apparently I know people thought we were so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But that isn't that what crazy? That's crazy because yeah. like you guys had had touched on it in the story, and you're like, we went to camp, and I would do, I was insecure, and I was like, what? Like they were to to me, you guys were like the popular identical twins, like that's oh, what that it was, was to me. Like, and I, I hate I hate wow. to put a label on you guys, like that's not no, nice to put labels. No, I but I popular I, identical twins. It's okay, we'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's interesting because we had like I had a lot of insecurity like in camp during the summers and stuff like we switched bunks in Yarkon we weren't getting along with the girls and I thought everybody hated us so it's funny because yeah. to hear you say that like I'm like oh my god somebody actually like you know it's it's we're all so hard on ourselves and it's really an interesting thing about yeah. versus reality yeah and how you remember it versus how we remember it and like I'm so happy to hear exactly. this like, okay we clearly thrived in Daphne like we were good Lee we're <laughs> oh I did not thrive the only people who thrived in Cap were the waterfront staff let's make that <laughs> okay wait the <laughs> person and if you worked on waterfront everyone wanted to bang you those were the people who were thriving <laughs> waterfront that's it okay we're hey, hey, I want to hear. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm the one who went into the showers without flip flops on, and then left. <laughs> I fell in the shower room completely naked on the floor. No. <laughs> I dying. forgot about that memory. But if you ever hear a story about a girl who fell on the floor of the bathroom, so that was me. Me the I podcast. was the girl that like I know okay. that story. No, you don't understand. Are you, are we, so wait, so we're this, we were in the same unit. So I feel like in units, it's like two or three years. Are, are we the same? How old are you? 33. Yes, we're the same age. Wow. I wow, honey. Like, we need to, like, I, like. It goes I, to show, no, it goes to show too in life. I just want to like throw this in there as well. You know, people come across your path and they come in and out and you meet them at certain times or, you know, different phases of your life. And I think it's so interesting that you were in the same, but the same unit as, as us at CBB and that you had this view of us and we never really connected back then. And here we are years later, literally just being able to have such amazing raw, real conversations with you about these things and hoping, I hope from this, that other people listen to this and that it just helps everybody just have more compassion and understanding of each other yeah. and not to take themselves too seriously because we all perceive each other in different ways. And you know what, at the end of the day, you guys, life is short and we can't put so much pressure and stress on ourselves and we can't worry about what other people think. And I'm so thankful we've connected with you, Hillary. Like I had no idea, like this just made this spiritual for me. I don't know this podcast was going to go in a spiritual vibe, but it did for me because when she said that, it gave that. because that was, I didn't know that. I just thought like we had connected and you came on our Twinfluence talk. And I just thought it was like the first time, I don't know, it was my first time. I don't remember from, from Daphna, but now hearing this, it's so amazing. And I'm so thankful you shared that. I'll find pictures. You'll probably see me in the background and like a shirt that was too short. Oh, pictures. Yeah. Great to share. Us two in camp or just with you. I'm going to check. I'm sure there's like group pictures of like everybody if there is i'm gonna freak out but i'm gonna i'm gonna look yeah that's the teaser for this podcast honestly all i really remember from daphne at camp was there was lice went around and jack and i had to leave for lice that's what i remember from that summer so (laughs) did you have to leave that summer did that happen to you no No, that was another there was a couple summers that that we were in daphne but yeah that was horrible yeah that's so funny i just remember it was like daphne was the time of my life i remember good memories about it and i just i don't know i just think i don't know 
It was interesting. Aside from the lights, I, I think nowadays, I think I look back with fond memories because of the way things have evolved with technology and things like that. But, you know, obviously just looking back, it's just interesting. You know what I mean? You, you, you reminisce in such a like nostalgic way, right? It was such a great time. Like I miss camp. So I want to do a camp for adults. I literally dream about it. Like, it's so funny. I like, it's like, sometimes I have like dreams that I'm like still in school or like still in camp. And it's cause I think I genuinely miss it. It's like, I think that yeah. it's so easy to take that for granted when you're in it. And now that it's like, so over it's like I still see like those people who like are our age or older who are like still working at like CBB or working at camps I'm like I'm so jealous yeah so jealous all the CBBers but- are gonna like resonate with this I love it we're gonna use <laughs> that in the teasers <laughs> in the description for all our CBBers <laughs> do you remember me the girl who fell in the shower <laughs> yeah right I love that story that was iconic well with that being said I think that um we should probably wrap this up I just want to first of all say Hillary thank you for being here thank you for sharing so much about your motherhood journey everything about what you're doing now how you are just like so raw and real is so inspiring and I just want to thank you boo boo from taking this call from your car and my family in the parking lot this is my my minivan i just want to show i mean people on the podcast can't see i'm driving this minivan and i don't think i'm ever going to go back to my regular car oh my god really are you converted (laughs) yeah i mean minivan life is a life for me but what is your biggest piece of advice just for oh wait oh my god i'm such a mom brain hold on i got a there's a couple questions that came in there's two that i really wanted to ask there's a bunch that came in but there was two guys hello our mom brains are real oh my gosh i just want to ask these two questions from our beloved Instagram audience. Okay, let's let's end with this. Let's end with these two questions, okay, ladies? Okay, first one is, since, since becoming a mom, did it change you and in which way? I mean, yes and no. It did change me because like I'm responsible for two more people. Um, but did it change me? I think I'm more relaxed, which sounds crazy, but I think that you know, you don't want to put your anxiety or your nervousness on your kids. So I've become a little bit more relaxed and more Zen to make sure that they're a little bit more Zen. So I think that I've changed in that sense. You are mom goals. Stop. It's true. And, oh, another question. How does she handle and in quotations, fake friends? I mean, I just block their number. Like I don't have fake friends. Yeah, right. I thought that was an interesting question. <laughs> fake friends. I mean, who asked that question? Here, here I will. Who asked that? No, I do have friends that I don't, I do have friends that, um, will talk like wonderfully to me. Like, I love what you do. Oh, it's so cute. Whatever. And then behind my back, talk to somebody else. Did you You see what she did? Like I deal with that. Um, and I, the best way is really just to kill them with kindness and just to smile and show that you're thriving and like, I'm happy. And that's all that matters. And if you don't like what I do, don't watch my stories. If you don't love it, baby, a hundred percent. Yeah. I love that. So whatever, with that being said, I just want to thank you again, Hillary. You are a rock. Thank you. Thank you for being here and we appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. It's so nice talking to you girls. Love this podcast. Bye everyone.